Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu/visit. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the On My Mind podcast. I hope you're having a good day when you're listening to this. Honestly, my vibe right now is drinking an iced matcha out of a wine glass. So that's the kind of mood I'm in. I'm feeling good. This is my third caffeinated drink of the day, which is a little concerning, but I feel like the energy is going to be good for this episode. So that's all that matters. Today's been the type of day where there has been so much on the to-do list to complete and it's felt a little bit like a rat race where you're just trying to get everything done before the end of the day. You feel like there's not enough time, yada, yada, yada. And my issue is when I have a lot of things to do and there's a lot going on in my head and just things, that, different things that need to be done, I don't know how to focus on doing one thing at a time. So I'll attempt to multitask, which honestly never works because then I just get a little bit done of everything, but nothing's completely done, which I honestly feel like is worse. I would rather completely finish one thing rather than having everything half finished. So I'm trying to keep myself in check there. I just feel like I get so frazzled when there's a lot of things going on. But anyway, I wanted to sit down, record this episode. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm really excited for this episode because I really haven't done a story time episode in quite a while. It's been since last year and there is a season where I feel like I was doing these story time episodes so often, but I haven't, I think in a few months. So it'll be fun to dabble back into them. I love doing these episodes because they're just so fun and entertaining. I love listening to podcast episodes like this. So I really like to do them myself. And it's always funny because, you know, I get the inside scoop. I get the gossip on what's going on in all of your lives when you guys write in. So that's gonna be super exciting. But before we hop into that, you all know the drill, little life update. I'm gonna try and keep it brief. I just came back from my brand trip to Mexico. I was taken to Mexico, Cabo specifically with Free People. Free People is a super cool clothing brand that I've loved for years now. And I got to go with a ton of my friends, meet some awesome new girls. I think there was about 12 of us that were on this trip. They had all of it set up we were there promoting their new swim line which was super cool so we were just shooting photos and free people the whole time and just getting to hang out with friends meet new ones the vibe was so awesome I really enjoyed meeting everyone and I just had the best time with everyone and I'm really proud of myself because I've talked about this so many times before but I feel like me back in the day would have kind of like shied away from doing new things like this and Meeting new people used to be something that was so daunting to me that I would completely just freak myself out and not even do it. So I don't know. I had a moment on this trip. It was the first day that we got there. I think I got in at like 1 p.m. Mexico time and our first event, our first itinerary thing of the day was a tequila tasting. It was at 5 p.m. So I was only here for like four hours when we all sat down to do the tequila tasting. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put myself out there and I'm gonna sit by some new girls who I don't know yet new to me anyway obviously and so I sat down next to these other super sweet girls and I was just really proud of myself for pushing myself out of my comfort zone in that way and the tequila tasting was great that tequila went down so smooth I think it took a total of four shots I don't know how I wasn't on the floor but I wasn't and it tasted amazing usually it's a little hard to get down but it was fabulous. I got to have amazing quality time with 
my friends, friends who I don't get to see super often, new friends, and free people was just the best. All the people from the brand that were there, I became super close with, and it was really cool to meet all of their like marketing people and social media people, and Mexico itself was so fun. We stayed on the hotel property for the most part. I got a lot of questions about where I stayed. It was the Cape, a Thompson hotel in Cabo San Lucas, if you're interested. We ventured out into the town once or twice, and it was really cool to walk around a little bit and just get to experience a little bit more of Mexico. So I had a really fun trip. I'm really glad I went, and I'm just feeling super grateful to have opportunities like that. So that was super fun. It was a pretty quick trip, just two full days. And honestly, after being surrounded by all different creators, different types of creators. I'm just feeling super inspired right now to create. And I don't know, I thought it was cool because usually after a trip like that, I feel so exhausted from putting out content, whatever, just because you're kind of filming and you're kind of on the whole time with photos and videos and vlogging the whole nine yards. But coming back from that trip, even though I was doing a lot content-wise, I came back feeling super inspired and excited to keep that momentum going just because being around that energy I think was really good for me especially because since I live in Hawaii I don't really have that energy of you know being around other creators a lot so that was really awesome I mentioned this in my last episode but I haven't gone on a brand trip in four years so it was just cool to go on one as an adult everyone was awesome and yeah I put out a vlog on YouTube if you want to see what the Mexico trip looked like. It's a little bit chaotic, but it's a fun one with friends. If you want to watch a fun little vlog, definitely go to my YouTube channel. I started reading It Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover. It's the sequel to It Ends With Us, which is becoming a movie soon, which is crazy. I'm pretty sure if I, I don't want to spread misinformation, but I'm pretty sure Blake Lively is going to be one of the main roles in that movie, which I'm so excited about. But the sequel to It Ends With Us is It Starts With Us, It came out, I think, at the end of last year. I've been in a reading slump for a while, but I'm trying to get back into it because I really, really do miss it. And I started it. I'm a few chapters in, and there was a few girls on the trip who were like, oh my gosh, you're reading that? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, honestly, I was kind of underwhelmed by it, which I heard a lot about on TikTok. People were like, eh, you know, it's nothing too crazy where you're just ravenously reading it like some of her other books. I haven't read enough to kind of formulate an opinion yet, but... I'm just putting it out there that I'm getting back into my reading grind. I have a whole beautiful bookshelf of books and most of them are unread. So I'm putting it out there that I'm getting back into reading this year. I feel like sometimes when I have so much other stuff going on in my life, I have trouble making time for it or I just make excuses for why I can't because I definitely do have the time for it. I just am putting that time in different places like watching a show or being on my phone, whatever. So I'm slowly getting back into that, which makes me really, really happy because that's something I love to do. And in other news, my current favorite of this past week has been the Supergoop Glow Screen in the Golden Hour shade. So there's two shades of the Glow Screen. Originally, they only had one, which was like a little bit lighter of a color, but they came out with one that had a little bit more of a darker pigment to it. So I I've been using that one. First of all, let me just say, it is so beautiful on the skin. Sometimes I'll just do that and put no other makeup on and just like do my eyebrows, curl my eyelashes, and I feel so cute just because it gives a really beautiful sheen on the skin. You guys have definitely heard about this if you're on social media because everyone I feel like talks about the glow screen, but I really have been loving the golden hour one. It kind of gives me that nice little tan to my face. 
especially when I'm feeling a little on the sun-kissed side, like I feel right now, I recently have been in the sun a lot, it just really enhances that. And even if you haven't been in the sun, if you're in bare, bare, dead winter right now, I feel like it gives such a beautiful glow to your skin. So definitely check it out. I've been really liking to use it. And obviously SPF is super important, but you already knew that because everyone <laughs> talks about it. But little reminder, don't forget your SPF. You will thank me when you're 40. Also, I've been loving matcha again, which I fell off the bandwagon completely. I went through a matcha phase during quarantine back in 2020 where all I drank was matcha. I feel like I drank so many a day and I was learning how to make it. And then I went into a latte phase, which I'm kind of still in now. But the other day I was like, why don't I make matcha? It is so yummy. So I made one and the brand I use is Goldie, G-O-L-D-E. I just use my Milkadamia Mac Nut Milk and some almond milk vanilla creamer. It's so good. Some people don't like the way matcha tastes. I really do. I don't know if I could ever choose between like a latte or a matcha, but it's a good thing I, I don't have to. Anyway, I just thought I'd put that out there. Those are my current favorites. But anyway, enough about that. Let's get into reading your juiciest biggest secrets. I asked you all to submit your entries and write into the podcast about your biggest secret. And I'm going to read it live, obviously anonymously, but I'm excited to see what all of your biggest secrets are. It's always so interesting hearing about other people's secrets because obviously it's not yours. And sometimes it's just so jarring to hear the stories that other people have. So I'm really excited to get into this here. Like I said earlier, it's been a while since I've done storytime episodes. So I want to incorporate those here and there again. I just think they're so entertaining and funny to listen to. So buckle up, grab a snack. I hope you enjoyed this episode and these are your biggest secrets. Something I really value is a doctor who is going to truly listen to me and my needs. There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment and feeling as though the doctor could literally care less and, you know, act like they have better things to do and better places to be. And that is why I love ZocDoc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. Finding a doctor can be hard, especially one that is going to listen. You might not know where to begin looking or if you can even trust the internet for questionable reviews, but that is why millions of people trust and use ZocDoc's free app. Within the app, you can find and book a doctor in your neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits your needs and schedule. What I love is how easy it is to use, and it's also just so convenient, especially as someone who recently, not recently, but a year ago, I moved, and I've been finding different doctors in my area since I live in a new city, so it's very convenient, which I love. Go to ZocDoc.com mind and download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash mind, ZocDoc.com mind. Hey, Ava, I love you so much. I've been a fan of yours since your high school days, and I feel like we've grown up together. You have helped me through rough times and have been such a comfort YouTuber for me. Okay, now to the secret. When I was little, I used to make up random shit about myself to make me seem more interesting, or so I thought. One time I said I was allergic to peanuts in a school report, and my mom literally was like, why would you say that? You're not allergic, when she got my report back. There was another time when I was getting frustrated one day and told everyone I had high blood pressure. I learned it from my dad having it. And one of the other kids called me weird. Not a super crazy secret, but just something I've always kept to myself. I was deaf and interesting kid. Okay, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I've definitely stretched the truth a little bit to seem interesting before. You're not alone. Uh, (laughs) 
That's definitely something that I've done. And you know what? I've talked to other people about it. I think this is more of a common thing than you think. You know, just stretching the truth just a little bit, not making up blatant lies that are like harmful, but sometimes it's kind of fun to throw in some extra information that might not be 100% correct <laughs> to kind of fluff up a story a little bit. So honestly, I'm totally there with you. No judgment for me. Hi, Ava. First of all, thank you so much for all the amazing effort you put into your content and thanks for allowing me to confess the secret I'll take to my grave. Well, now we're going to take it to the podcast. So thank you for submitting it. So when I had just turned to 17 years old, I started college. The average age that people in my country start college is around 19 to 20 years old. So I was one of the youngest in my class. Just before college started, my high school boyfriend broke up with me. Sad, but it was a long time coming. The thing is, we'd never done the deed. In fact, I'd never done the deed, but was I going to confess that to my way cooler, older, new friends at college? Heck no. So what did stupid, stupid little old me tell them? You guessed it, that I lost the V-card to my ex-boyfriend. Stupid. Especially because my high school friends know the truth. So now, some years and a pandemic later, I refuse to tell anyone the truth, that I am a 21-year-old who still has her V-card, which is a really dumb thing to be embarrassed about, trust me, I know, but I can never let my two friend groups meet in order to protect my secret. No big birthday parties, no bachelorette, should that ever happen, etc. So kids, one piece of advice, be honest about it, because you're going to look really weird should they ever find out. Hmm, yeah, you've got yourself in a little bit of a pickle here. Thanks for sharing that with all of us. I feel like it's hard when stuff like that happens because you feel like the truth is never going to come out. But then once time goes on and you have to keep up with this lie, it kind of eats away at you. And just like you were saying, you feel like you can't mix friend groups because what if the truth comes out, whatever. And so, oh, that is the worst thing. I feel like if it ever gets inconvenient to the point where it's like taking a toll on your life, you know, you could always be like, hey guys, I was honestly just embarrassed about it and I told a little fib. I haven't used that word since I was like a child. A fib. Is that a common word? I, if you don't know what a fib is, a fib is like a little lie. But if it ever gets to the point, I feel like your friends wouldn't be mad at you. Well, I don't know. I can't speak for your friends, but I totally get where you're coming from telling people that you did when you didn't just because, you know, sometimes people make you feel weird about not having done something before, experienced something, which like you said, is so not something to be embarrassed about at all. But I hope that telling the podcast, telling, you know, like 70,000 listening ears, hopefully that uh, got a little bit of it off your chest. But I don't know. In my opinion, I think that this wouldn't be a lie that if your friends found out would ruin a friendship. I think they'd just be like, what? Like, why didn't you tell us? So good luck. Hi, Ava. So my confession is I have been in a relationship with my boyfriend for almost 10 months since my last year in high school. But since moving to college, I've started to have a crush on my boy flatmate. I love my boyfriend and having feelings makes me feel like a bad person, but we're definitely not perfect. It's got me thinking that maybe there could be someone else out there more suited to me and that at the age of 18, I shouldn't be settled for a long-term relationship when I haven't had different experiences and enjoyed life for myself yet. What if my fear of change and letting go is holding me back from potentially meeting the one? Any advice would be would be greatly appreciated. Oh my gosh, this just turned into an advice session. I'm not going to lie. My first thought, my first few thoughts that were running through my head when I was reading this was the fact that you're having these feelings is kind of a sign that maybe it's time for you to explore your life as a single person because like you said being 
I don't want to use the word tied down because that can have a negative connotation to it. But when you're in a relationship at such a young age, 18 is very young, even though I remember being 18. I remember feeling so quote unquote old and mature at the time. But looking back, I was, you know, just a literal child and well, a literal teenager, I guess, specifically speaking. But I feel like having a relationship at that age and having a long, a long-term one, they just feel like it's the end all be all. And for some people it is, but for a lot of people it's not. And I know how hard it is to leave a relationship that feels so comfortable, especially when you've been together for a while, because when you're young and you're together, even for a short while, it feels like so long just because you're so young that your perception of time and how long you've been with someone, it just feels like you've been with them forever and that you, you know, can't leave them because you've been with them together for so long. But if you're having those feelings, in my opinion, I feel like you should honor them and maybe even ask yourself, why am I feeling these things? Because I'm not saying that your roommate or flatmate is the one for you, but the fact that you're kind of experiencing these feelings for someone else and having second thoughts about the person you're currently with is kind of a sign that, you know, maybe you don't want to be in this relationship anymore, even though it's scary and even though it's cozy to be in it. From my experience, at least, do not let yourself hold yourself back from experiencing new things, especially being so young. Like, I don't think you should jump in to a new relationship right after the one you're already in. If you're thinking of like breaking up with him to explore what it could be like with your roommate, I don't think hopping from one to the other is necessarily always the answer. And that could also, you know, just lead to different problems. Again, to each their own. You can do whatever you want because it's your life, but this is just my advice. But I think at the ripe age of 18, it could be really good for you to live a life outside of your relationship and, you know, explore yourself a little bit more, explore being single. There's so much left to learn and so many things to still experience. Honestly, only you know what's best for you. I don't know your relationship. I don't know what it's like because I could also give the advice that if you've been in a relationship with your boyfriend for 10 months already, maybe you should give it a little bit more time because sometimes there's ebbs and flows in a relationship. And when you think things are just in the dumps right now, that's just how relationships go sometimes because there's ups and downs and it's important to work through things together. So, you know, there's two sides of advice that I could give. So listen to yourself, listen to your heart. But honestly, what I think is I feel like once those thoughts even creep into your head about should I not be in this relationship anymore, you're usually going to come to a conclusion with that pretty shortly after. So good luck. All right, everyone, we are officially in the second month of the new year, and let's be honest, this is where we can start flaking on those new year's resolutions, but have no fear, Way is here to help us continue creating a hair and scalp routine we'll be sure to keep. I have been a huge fan of the brand for over a year now. I love their stuff. It's constantly being used in my shower routine, so I'm super excited to be working with them and telling you guys about them. Lately, I'm either jumping in the ocean or sweating from a good workout session, so my hair is not always looking and feeling its best, but that's why I've been loving the Way Detox Shampoo. I'll use this a few times a week, and it really cleanses away product buildup and gives my hair and scalp a good reset, which is so, so nice. It's perfect for any oiliness, unwanted shine, and flaky or dry scalp. I know I can always count on a good hair day when I use the Way Detox Shampoo since it always leaves my hair feeling healthy and strong. So definitely check their stuff out. The Way to Healthy Hair starts here. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code MIND for 15% off your entire purchase. That's 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code mindtheway.com, code mind. Hey Eva, first time writing in, but I hope this gets shared or at least you find this entertaining. Love you and the pod. I'm at an accounting firm for an internship and this guy from work and I have been chatting for a while. After two weeks of me working there, we had organized to go for coffee and to shop for our secret Santas at work. I noticed while shopping that he was getting progressively closer to me and I thought it was odd coming from a colleague. We had really good conversations about anything and everything and we went to go get a coffee after some shopping. We walked down to the waterfront and sat on the ledge. He moved closer to me so our legs were touching. We were having fun and talking. Then I turn around to face him and man kisses me. We make out for a little bit. Keeping mind, I have no idea that this was a date and talked some more after. We worked together so I thought we were similar similar in age but he is five years older than me. I'm still interning over summer as a 19 year old with my final year of uni to go. I still have feelings for him even though I thought professionally it wasn't a great idea for us to have a relationship and ended it a few days after our first date. Hope you enjoyed my wild colleague story and can imagine the awkwardness at work since we kissed. Ugh. Honestly, not that I would really know because I haven't been in a work environment, but I feel like that is so fun when you have a work crush because it just makes work interesting. You know, and you like look forward to going, but then if you guys ever act on those instincts, then it's awkward, just like you said. So it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> and that's honestly a little scary finding out after the fact that he's five years older than you. Cause I feel like five years is not that much older in general, but when you're 19 and he's, he would be like 24. I think of me right now as a 22 year old and, or me as a 19 year old back a few years ago, if I was 19 and a 24 year old was trying to hit on me or whatever, that would be so scary. And even like as a 22 year old now, I cannot imagine being with a teenager. So I never understand. You know what? That's a whole different conversation for another time because, again, to each their own with age gap relationships. But finding out after the whole makeout hookup thing, that would have thrown me for a loop as much as it did for you. But hey, at least you got a good story out of it. <laughs> on the bright side. On the bright side. Hi, Ava. I hope this isn't too long, but it's a good one. I promise. Ooh, we've got some paragraphs here. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get right to the chase. This story takes place almost five years ago, the summer after my sophomore year of high school. My boyfriend of six months broke up with me at the end of the school year, and I was heartbroken as any 16-year-old in her first love is. I slept around and made horrible choices all summer and blamed it all on my broken heart. Halfway through the summer, I found out my ex had moved on and was dating a girl that I basically grew up with because we did sports together. He also ran track with this girl and I was frustrated because he had been a little too close to her during the spring when we were still dating, but I let it go because I didn't want to be a crazy girlfriend. They dated for two months and then we went back to school for his senior year and my junior year, but his new girlfriend was going away for college. My ex and I saw each other a lot because I was cheering at his football games and eventually we had a study group for an AP class together. We both kept catching each other's eyes the entire time. He broke my heart, but he was still my first love. He messaged me that night and we talked for the first time since the breakup and I ended up inviting him to my house even though I knew he had a girlfriend. Uh-oh, let's see where this goes. <laughs> Long story short, I slept with my ex-boyfriend while he was with someone else. Even worse, she was texting him while he was at my house and I responded a few times as him. Ick. But this was all five years ago and he broke it off with her the next day. He and I got back together and now we have a house. Oh my gosh, I was not expecting this. 
Now we have a house and two cats together and are finishing up our college degree degrees this May. I try not to hold something stupid we did when we were 15, 16. Okay, true. You guys were very young against either of us, but I think that girl he dated for two months probably knows what happened. Shortly after he and I got back together, we ran into one of her friends at a store and the girl made a pretty huge scene and screamed at my boyfriend in front of everyone. That night, someone egged his car and wrapped it in cling wrap in his mom's driveway too. It was all super dramatic. Pretty much the whole school was invested in the drama, but I was kind of high I was kind of high enough on the social ladder to survive being the one at fault unfortunately high school is messy looking back I'm very aware that if he did what he did to me at 16 to 20 year 21 year old me I wouldn't take him back but I wasn't mature enough to know my worth at 16 and honestly he's never hurt me in the five years since so I'm grateful I gave him that second chance love the podcast hope you enjoyed probably my worst moment as a woman this was honestly a very self-aware confession and i i respect that i feel like this took turns that i didn't expect it to take like the whole getting back together wow that was definitely getting messy for a sec but you know what you owned your shit and i feel like as humans who all make mistakes you know you just gotta own what you do and i respect that you just did that and best of luck in this relationship because that is a pretty wild story a little bumpy there but Hey, five years, that's five years ago. I mean, it's so hard because some of the things that I was doing in regards to boys and like how I would handle things at 16, I look back and I'm like, what was I doing? Like I was a literal child. I had no idea why, why did all of whatever. So if there's one thing I've learned, it's that you can't hold resentment against yourself for mistakes that you've made in the past because it's in the past. You just, you gotta leave it there. Hi, Ava. I love you and I love how personable and relatable you are. It feels like we are best friends. Now let's get into my biggest secret. LOL. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. So I have an older brother who is 12 years older than me. Major age gap. When he was in high school, he was very popular and was known to be in charge of throwing parties. My parents own a family practice doctor's office, and one day when my brother was babysitting me, he wanted to get a copy of a key made for their office. Furthermore, he would throw parties at the doctor's office on the weekends. (laughs) Couples would take dibs on exam rooms. Oh my god. There weren't any cameras or extreme alarm systems since this was a while ago. My brother would always clean up the mess, but sometimes the floors would be sticky or it wasn't as clean as it should be. My parents kept firing, oh no, cleaning staffs because they thought they weren't doing a good job. Meanwhile, my brother was throwing ragers there frequently. So that is my biggest secret. Our parents still have no idea. I wonder if we will ever tell them about this. Honestly, I was never invited to come since I was so young, but I wish I would have had the balls to do that like him. That is funny. I've never heard of someone doing that. Obviously, I've heard of like people throwing parties at their parents' house without permission and keeping that a secret, but at their whole work office, that's pretty next level. Wow. I do feel bad for the cleaning staff though. That is sad. Hi, queen. I love your podcast so, so much. Keep thriving. Here is my story that no one knows about. Ooh, thanks for sharing. I'm excited to read. I was in college at the time and my boyfriend spent the night in my dorm room. I woke up in the morning running late for that class that I had on complete on the complete other side of campus. My boyfriend gave me his keys and told me to just take his car to class. At the time, I didn't have a car, so it was a nice gesture and it would save me so much time. I drive to class, then once class is over, I drive back to the dorm parking lot. I'm not sure what the hell I was doing or why this happened, but as I was pulling into a spot, I accidentally hit the acceleration and not the brake and ended up smashing into the pole in front of me, completely damaging the front bumper. 
This was my first ever experience with a car accident and I was literally shitting bricks. So I decided to call my boyfriend and tell him that I think the car was hit in the parking lot near my class and I didn't notice until I got back to the dorm parking lot. I definitely lied because I would be so embarrassed to tell him the truth. Long story short, he totally didn't care, believed my story, and his parents fixed his car. To this day, he still doesn't know about it and we've been dating for over five years. Love you so much, queen. Keep doing great things. Can you imagine you're listening to this podcast episode with him? And he's like putting together two and two and he's like, did you do it? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That see, I'm like, what would I do in that situation? Because I am not a good liar at like keeping things from people who are close to me. I don't know how you, how, how do you do it? That is a quite a big secret to keep. Uh, I wonder if you would, I feel like, eh, would he have been super mad at you? I don't know. I feel like it could be spicy to tell him now because it's been so much, there's so much time in between, but also that could cause drama. So yeah, it's quite the, uh, actually, I guess you're not even in a pickle because he doesn't even know something's wrong. So anyway, great story. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Hi, Ava. Love the realness, advice, and enjoyment that comes from listening to your podcast. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you. Okay, so I'm recently graduated from college and found a job at a private school as a teacher, which I loved. But several months in, the parents start complaining over the silliest things, which in turn get me fired. Literally last Friday, I was so upset and frustrated. When the principal told me to clear out my desk, I did. And I also stole, (laughs) God, I also stole all the pens, markers, staplers, and hid the curriculum books in my petty rage. I also blocked her so she can't reach me. It's been a few days now and I haven't heard from her. So I hope that means they didn't notice. Oh my gosh. There's no way they're not going to notice is the thing though, right? Like, I don't know, girl. I don't know. That's, that's an interesting situation you're in here because could, could they be like, you stole our property was it theirs to begin with or were these your supplies or was it like school supplies that they provided Ooh, that could definitely be a sticky sitch best of luck i mean i understand being petty and like rageful when something like that happens and i'm sorry you got fired but i don't want you to have any repercussions so i don't really know what to say here but fingers crossed that everything works out okay um i am curious to see what happens with that keep me updated. Hi Ava, in high school I was dating a guy, more like talking and seeing each other rather than officially dating, but we had something. All right, so a situationship, (laughs) essentially. Uh, We had a fight, so we stopped talking. After a few months, we started talking to, I started talking to another guy and this was going for something serious. It results that he was the twin brother of the first guy. They're not similar at all. So one night we were on a first date at the cinema and after we watched the movie and kissed his brother was asking me for a second chance. He didn't know I was with his brother. Am I reading this really weird? Because in my brain, none of this is computing. But from what I'm grasping from this, this person started dating someone and she didn't realize it was the brother of someone she had dated before. And now the original brother is asking for a second chance, but he doesn't know that she's with the brother now. Does that sound about right? I don't know. My brain is doing things. Maybe it's the caffeine. But hey, look at you snagging brothers. (laughs) Hi, Ava. I literally knew that I had to share this story for the podcast because I still to this day have not told my boyfriend, even though we are back together. This is about to get juicy. I can feel it. Flashback a couple months ago and my boyfriend and I had decided to go out for some drinks and we come home and go to bed. I wake up to it being 2 a.m. and he's nowhere to be found with his location off and everything. Uh Oh, come to find out he went out again, which I didn't even 
with I didn't even know who with to keep drinking and came back super mad at me. Obviously, we got into a pretty nasty fight slash, slash screaming match when I broke up with him and where I broke up with him and decided to call my sister to drive me home, which was three hours away since we were visiting our hometown. Come to my surprise while walking around in the dark to find a good pickup spot for my sister to come get me. I realized I had his passport in my purse. Keep in mind, my boyfriend doesn't have another form of ID and I decided to throw it away in a random dumpster. Flash forward to present day, we're back together and I still haven't told him I threw it away and he thinks he either dropped it at a bar or it's in his friend's car. The real question is, do I tell him or do I keep letting him think it's lost somewhere back at home. Um, I don't know the answer to that. I think you know the answer to that. What I would do personally, I mean, I would think it's funny to be like, <laughs> remember how you thought you lost your passport? Yeah, actually, I had like a little bit of a lapse of judgment when I was going crazy and I threw it away <laughs> in the dumpster because you pissed me off. I feel like that could kind of be funny, but that could also make things weird. So good luck on how you figure out how to handle that. I mean... If he already has a new passport, maybe don't bring it up. But also, like, if you're close enough, which I feel like you would be, it could be kind of funny to mention now that you guys are back together and things are good. I don't really know. I'm noticing a lot of common themes in these secrets where something happens during the breakup and then the couple gets back together and someone doesn't know whether they should mention something that happened during the breakup. I'm a sophomore in college and this past fall, one of my roommates invited the same two girls to come over and hang out in our common room slash living room every single day. The whole semester, I hated them because they were so loud and annoying. One day I was trying to go to sleep and they just would not shut the up. So I called a noise complaint to the front desk. Our RA came in and told them they were that there was a noise complaint and I could hear them all saying stuff about like who, who, TF, who the f called and complained we weren't even being that loud. Now, spring semester, I've started hanging out with them and they're actually nice and funny people and they still have no idea I was the one who called and complained, lol. Every once in a while they bring it up and they're like, I just want to know who called and complained and I try not to laugh. That's kind of iconic. <laughs> I think it's funny, like you really never know. You, it's hard to judge a book or it's easy to judge a book by its cover and just be like, oh, they're being loud and annoying. Like, I hate them or whatever. And then once you actually get to know them, you're like, wait, I like you guys. And then you you become loud and annoying with them. And then other people are like, oh, they're so irritating. But now you're a part of it. So you don't notice it. You know, that's a really common trope, I feel like. So I don't think I would say anything because that might get you booted, possibly. I just think it's kind of funny. It's kind of iconic, honestly. I'm 19 and live in a house with my roommates. One of them, who is my best friend, had hinted to liking me romantically. She is not an open book at all, but she's very sad all the time, so I worry so much about her. I would hear her crying in her room, and I would try to be there for her, but I know she can't tell me everything because of the romantic feelings. One day, I decided to read her journal while she wasn't home, and it broke my heart. Since then, I've read it a few more times. Reading it let me understand her much better and ease my worries, but obviously that was a terrible thing to do. Her feelings are much deeper than I realized. I keep a journal myself, and so I understand how that is such an invasion, invasion of privacy. I'm so disappointed in myself. Ooh, that is tough, especially when you recognize that what you did is wrong. You feel so guilty about it, but the deed has been done, and you know all this information because there's something about reading someone else's journal that is horrible to do. But as a human, I've never read someone's journal, but I almost understand the curiosity behind it because human curiosity is very easy to get roped into. And I feel like when those urges come and, you know, say you see someone's journal lying out, it's very hard not to read it. Obviously, you shouldn't because that's awful. And that is why I keep mine very, very, very hidden 
And even to this day, even though I live literally alone, there's things that I refuse to write about because I'm like, what if someone sees it? (laughs) So I'm, that is like literally my worst fear. That is actually my worst fear, having someone read it. (laughs) And with that, those are all of your biggest secrets that I'm going to read for today. I hope you all enjoyed this story time episode reading all of your secrets and confessions super fun if you are listening to this and your secrets have been exposed i just wanted to say thank you for sharing with the class we all thoroughly enjoyed it and as usual no judgment from me i do these episodes as a form of entertainment i'm not gonna put any judgment out there so thank you put any judgment out there. So don't you worry. I feel like this is a very understanding community. And you know what? At the end of the day, we all have our secrets that most of us would never even speak aloud, let alone write into a podcast to be broadcasted to thousands of people. So credit to all of you who wrote in. If you want to participate in future Storytimes episode, if you want to participate in future Storytime episodes like this one, definitely follow the podcast Instagram. It's at mymindpod. And whenever we do episodes like this, I post about it so that you guys can submit your entries. Have an amazing rest of your day, rest of your morning, rest of your night. And that was all of the secrets on my mind. Bye.